Welcome to another edition of the SC Time Sports Report podcast. My name is Zach Dwyer, and joining me as he does every week is my co-host, Brian Mosey. Brian, we have sports back. We've been at games all week. We're going to have a lot to talk about today. We're not going to really have to fill time in any way. I say we'll just be lucky to get to everything we want to get to. <laughs> That's the first time that I think we've, we've said that in a long time. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so <laughs> I, don't mind, I don't mind that at all. But uh, no, definitely, definitely a fun week of, of sports to start off and I know you and I were kind of going to a bunch of different games and such. Um, I know I was getting excited to go out to all these different places, um, start being able to watch some of these teams. So, um, yeah, no, definitely, definitely a fun first start to the first start to the sports season and looking forward to another fun week ahead. Yeah. And at least so far we've had really good success. You know, none of the games we were planning on going to really got canceled last minute or um, haven't really heard of many, you know, COVID complications, anything so far. So it seems like the teams are, Doing a pretty good job of that um, to start the like year. The weather is the issue. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Because <laughs> Thursday it was like all these kids were looking forward to getting done with uh, or getting started with the sports season, and they had to wait one more day just because uh, the snow came in and, and took out a lot of uh, opportunities for them to, to go travel and such. But able to reschedule them a little bit, so that's that's been good. Yeah, and it was nice. There was a couple games we were planning on going to, which were kind of, you know, St. Cloud-ish, you know, cross-town rivalries um, or games. So they didn't really have to deal with that with teams traveling up north. So uh, we did get to see boys basketball and boys hockey that night. We got to see a couple other sports um, since the last week. So we'll have plenty of game coverage things to get to. Um, I think we both said we were going to start with boys basketball, which um, I was at two games this past week. I was at Apollo Sock Rapids last Thursday, which was a really fun one. Um, then I was out at Recori when they faced Tech last night. So I've already got to see four of the seven. Um, and, you know, especially that first game, I was kind of expecting, you know, Apollo Sock Rapids, um, kind of maybe a slower start to the year. It ended up, you know, going to overtime, being super thrilling, super exciting. I'm like, man, I, I was not ready for this. I forgot this is what sports are like. <laughs> well, I think you also had the overtime game beforehand for JV. So um, so a little bit later start to the game as well. It was, yeah, but it was a really fun one. Um, Ap- Apollo came out, as, as you know, came out pretty hot in that game, especially the first half. They kind of stretched a lead there, and, you know, it looked like they were going to kind of take care of business. And then Sock Rapids um, at halftime, they – they, in the first half, they didn't really apply too much defensive pressure. They were kind of laying back a little bit because Apollo is really athletic, fast team. But, um, you know, their head coach, Derek Peterson, he said they just kind of threw on all the pressure full court. And it's Apollo's inexperience kind of shown through a little bit in that one. There was a lot of turnovers, um, a lot of quick shots, and it just didn't seem like they had the flow they did during that first half stretch. Um, and Sock Rapids stormed all the way back. Ethan Upsell had 37 points in that game. Um, just scored at will throughout the entire night after a little bit of a slow start and they were able to get, you know, they, they had a lead to overtime. Um, Apollo came back down. They hit a couple late free throws. Kamar Gresham, um, who's a new transfer uh, senior who's been their leading scorer so far this year. Um, really impressed me with his ability to get to the basket. He got fouled with two seconds left, made two free throws um, when they were down two. So about as clutch as it gets to send it to overtime. Uh, but he fouled out the beginning of overtime and Thomas Dew, who had uh, double digits in the first half, um, he had some cramping issues in the second half and overtime, so he wasn't able to go. So, Apollo, they ended up falling short. Um, they're 0-3 so far this year after another couple tough losses, uh, Fergus Falls and Brainerd. Um, this last week, so they're kind of still going through those growing pains we kind of expected them to have. In um, the storm, they also lost a close one last night. But 
that was definitely, um, I'd say a good way to start off the year and was fun to just get back to seeing live basketball. Yeah, for sure. No, and, and it seemed like, um, kind of that back and forth, like you said, and I know for Sock Rapids, um, you know, for them, they, that was, that was probably a nice win just to get early on in the season. And, um, seems like they, uh, last night they went up against Wilmer and they lost 58 to 56, another close game for, for the storm. Um, just not being able to, um, get that win, but they dropped to one and one to start the season. I guess, I think the other big, the other big team that, you know, you haven't been able to see yet, or I haven't been able to see, or any of us is uh, Sartell and it seems like it's the Mason and uh, Gus show so far to start the season. That's what it looks like. Like you said, yeah, we're, we're disappointed. We haven't got to see him yet. There's only, we can only be in so many places at once and they've been on the road to start the year, but you know, they want to do the drone thing, but it's not working out. So yeah, it's not, we're still working yeah, or out. cloning or anything like that. So, you know, technology's in the wings. I have a feeling, but they were able to, <laughs> they've, they've been going up far up North. They beat Brainerd 77 to 68. Um, last week where Mason had 23 and Gus had 18. And then they came back last night um, to also get a big win last night. They were up in Bemidji 76 to 55 and both uh, they kind of flip flop this time. Um, well, they each had 23 this time. So now they're both averaging over 20 a game um, and they're just kind of shooting lights out. They're, they're kind of doing what we kind of expected, I would say, them to do. I mean, we kind of had high hopes for them to start the year, but um, to be able to go on the road twice like that um, and put up big performances, it kind of shows that that's what to expect. I mean, they play Alexandria Friday, who's a really good team, coming off, you know, a section final appearance. I, I think that's going to be a really good game and a good test to kind of see where they're at and also return home for the first time. Do you see that kind of being a little bit more of like a conference final? Uh, possibly. I mean, it, at Fergus Falls, we both, I mean, you, I think you were at hockey on Saturday, but I got to watch them play Apollo. Um, I wasn't working that day, but I just turned on the stream. The beauty of having every school streaming every game now <laughs> right? <laughs> compared to the past, but I turned it on and the score was 18 to two in favor of Fergus Falls. And I thought there was like a mistake or something or like the scoreboard was messed up. And then I kept watching and it was like 40 something to 10 at halftime. And they just looked locked in um Dominic Aguilar for them I think he had 20 something in the first half um they have a seven footer Chance Fazio too who's back those two guys um I expect other than Alexander and Sartell Fergus to be in the mix but yeah I think Sartell if they keep playing like this there are you know they have a good chance to to compete for a conference title yeah definitely um yeah and then I guess when it comes to just the the Albany aspect I mean Albany looks like they've been doing pretty good starting off the season two and oh um I guess th- I think that was something that we kind of thought was going to be the case I mean Albany had a lot of returners back and was looking kind of strong and it seems like you know kind of the same thing where a lot of different players are kind of making their impressions and being able to kind of fill up the box score yeah they have six seven eight guys that have you know been getting anywhere between you know eight 14 points a game no one just no 20 point scores yet, but they, you know, they beat little falls by 25 last Friday, last night, they come back um, and beat Zimmerman by basically the same 26. So, I mean, they, they haven't really been tested yet so far in the Granite Ridge. I'm expecting that, to, you know, they were able to win the conference title last year. So um, the favorites again, this year, bring basically almost everyone back and yeah, they've just been doing a great job last night. Andrew Hahn led with 16 points. Um, Nolan Reuter and Carter beer were also in double figures. Um, they'll play at Foley on Thursday, which will, will be fun to kind of see how they match up with them. But, it, I mean, they're 
they're marching pretty well through the Granite Ridge so far. I'm hoping in the next week or two to get out and see them because um, I know they, they took that kind of section loss, that upset loss pretty hard last year where the defense just wasn't there. It looks like, you know, holding teams to in the 40s and scoring in the 70s, that that's, that message has definitely been relayed to start the season. So it'll be definitely. fun to see where they're at. Yeah, no, and, and another Granite Ridge uh, Conference uh, team with Cathedral. Kind of a, a, a slow start to start the beginning of the of the season. I know during the previews there was a lot of talk about just, you know, who's going to kind of step up in, in the role because there was a lot of seniors that did graduate and kind of left that leadership role a little bit more open this season. Um, but obviously some some tough losses to start off the season um, with a 50, 58 to 48 loss to Piers um, and then also another loss to Foley 48 to 41 last night. Um, but I guess what have you kind of seen from that team? Yeah, it looks like Jordan Schumann Jr. He's been kind of the go-to scorer for them. He's been in double figures both games, and he's the only one that's been in double figures. When you're scoring in the 40s, 50s, um, you know, it's kind of tough to, to get wins, especially in high school. So I think they're going to kind of have to step up that scoring aspect. I mean, I haven't been able to, to see, but I'm assuming the defense is at least pretty solid if they're only holding teams um, to that much, probably trying to do a little slower of a tempo. Um, or just the shots haven't been falling, but you know, they, like we said, there was going to be a lot of turnover with them too. Kind of like Apollo we talked about. Um, they're also kind of feeling their way out in the season, kind of a weird season with fewer games, but, um, I'd expect them to, to hopefully get in the win column here in the next week or two. Definitely. And the last two teams, um, actually faced off last night. You were over there, um, tech and Ricori being able to, to face off. I know, Tech got a nice lead early on in, in the game, but Ricori kind of shut that down pretty quick and uh, and to kind of took over um, in the second half. But I guess maybe talk about that game and then a little bit about both teams so far this season. Yeah, it was Tech's first game, Ricori's second. Um, Ricori la- this last week, and they had their game postponed last Thursday, so it got moved to Saturday. Um, and that game they lost to Wilmer 58-50, to even though they were up 15 at the half. Um, they're outscored by 23 in the second half. They just shot – abysmally 28% overall, 16% from three. And that's not, you know, we know Ricori, they have a lot of good shooters on that team. So I was pretty shocked to see some of those stat lines, but first game jitters, maybe whatever it was, they came back a lot better on Tuesday night after that slow start tech got up 13 to four and recorded. They just kind of were over pursuing on defense. They weren't running their offense, right? Um, They looked a little frantic, but they stepped it up big time kind of coming forth from that. Um, Tucker Hokinson for them had 21 points. Um, he had, ten, I think, 10 in the first half and just looked really steady for them, hit some hit some big threes in the first half and finished at the rim well. Uh, Jaden Phillippe and Camden Bauer, both guards, they each had 16. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Tucker's probably only about 6'2", and he's the tallest guy in the starting lineup. Um, they, don't, they don't play a ton of guys, but they rotate a lot of guards through and they kind of all play a five-out kind of offense with maybe someone posting up if they get a smaller mismatch. But – um, yeah, they, they finally hit their outside shooting. I think they hit nine or 10 threes last night. Um, and that's what really made the difference that second half they took. I swear, I don't think I've ever seen as many charges taken in a game. It just felt like there was about a five minute stretch for every single possession tech got an offensive foul, but, um, Devin Yeager for them, he's a six, six post. He had 19 points. He had a pretty good game for them, but, um, they were missing a couple guys had an injury to their point guard, uh, late in the first half for tech. So, um, you know, pretty you know, kind of a tough first game for, for head coach Christian Pekarik, but um, I expected to get better. I saw some nice signs out of them 
and Ricori, I think if they can even step up their shooting, um, they kind of had a tough time hitting threes to begin the game. If their shot is on, um, I think they'll be dangerous for anyone in the conference. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the name of the game when it comes to some of these teams that we've been talking about is they got to be hot if they, if they want to win, because I mean, a lot of these teams, like you're talking about, you know, Mason and Gus from Sartell, they're not big post present type people. Um, They're a little bit, you know, more of we're going to hit the jumper. We're going to hit, you know, the three pointers. Um, And I think that's the same with uh, a few other teams um, like Ricori and and such things like that. I guess it's just, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, what happens. And I know the big matchup this week, like you kind of said, was Alexandria and Sartell on Friday night. That'll be a really good one to, to kind of see what they're capable of doing and, Uh, Honestly, I think that's going to be the one where it's going to be, okay, what's it going to look like for conference title, but also, also sections, because um, I know those two are going to be kind of head to head and um, should be kind of interesting to see how that all kind of unravels um, as the season kind of keeps progressing. I know we're only a weekend and we're already kind of talking about sections, but honestly, in about eight weeks, seven, eight weeks, we're going to have sections if we have sections. Um, Yep. We haven't even. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, Ricori's at Sock Rapids too Friday. That'll be fun to see another couple of our teams cross over, see how they match up um, against each other. Expect that one to be good too, because both teams are kind of just, they have a couple scoring presences, but also they're really athletic, um, scrappy, trying to get rebounds, play defense. I I see a lot of similarities between those two. So um, I think that'll be a good matchup as well. Yeah, definitely. Good. Well, I think that kind of wraps up boys basketball, don't you think? I'd say so, yeah. And I know you were at a couple of boys hockey games um, this last week. You've already seen all five teams. So a round of applause to you for um, taking five days to see all five teams. That's pretty good. Um, it helps when they play each other. It is. <laughs> to begin the year. But, um, yeah, you had – let's see. You had a blowout. Um, you had a comeback win. And you had um, a tie. So you kind of had – you were all across the board that first week. Um, which one do you want to talk about first? Probably Cathedral. That one seemed to be the most exciting. Yeah, no, I think, I think Cathedral was probably the most exciting. Um, obviously with Cathedral losing all the players that they did last year, it's kind of an unknown of who's going to be stepping up and who's going to be taking over. And obviously you have some, some guys like Colin Hiltner and Nolan Widenham, um kind of being able to take control. You also have Grant Martin as, as the goalie um, that returns and he's been kind of the leader for the defense, but um, you weren't entirely sure what was going to happen. <laughs> and uh, then they played, they played Morris Benson on, uh, on Saturday to open up their season. Um, Morris Benson, a very good team. Um, probably one of the better, probably one of their best teams that they've had so far in the last probably four or five years. Um, but it was kind of the Jacob Hirschfield uh, show throughout the day. Um, Cathedral was able to get a goal early on. Um, Morris Benson kind of took control though. Um, they were up two to one heading into the third period and it was kind of like, all right, well, you know, back, back last season, you had, you know, Jack Smith, Nate Warner, Blake Perpix, And basically you were like, all right, we're down one, whatever, no big deal. You know, like we, we got three guys that are going to go D one. So whatever. Um, now this year it was kind of like, who's going to step up and uh, Jacob Hirschfield was the one that stepped up uh, along with Colin Hiltner and, um, Grant Martin, they were able to do a nice job of, they, they emptied the net, um, got an extra guy on the offensive end, was able to kind of do a bunch of, I, I couldn't even figure out where the puck was at the, at, at the time being. I mean, there were so many deflections and rebounds and different things like that. And all of a sudden 
all I saw was was Jacob Hirschfield put his arms up, and I was like, okay, well, apparently they scored. Cool. <laughs> um, so about 56 seconds left in the game, he scored, and then about 20 seconds later, uh, he found another he found another opening and was able to score to get three two uh, victory over Morris Benson and start off the season one and zero. Um, so definitely a really good game there. Grant Martin does what he does best and that's make saves. I think he had about 26 or 27 saves, um, in that game. Um, and then last night was even a bigger win for them because they played Monticello. Monticello was ranked number 10 in the, uh, class a rankings and cathedral won two to one against them. Um, Tommy Goldman had a one goal and then Braden Balfons had one goal as well. Um, but a really good win for them. I think these are the tests that you're trying to figure out, you know, is cathedral for real, you know, cause obviously when you think of hockey up here, you think of cathedral right away, cause it's just been a dominant program for so long. Um, and this is, this is one thing that's going to happen. And um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's interesting to just see how it's been progressing and they're going to have a real test uh, this weekend going up to Hermantown and playing um, Hermantown, who's ranked number one. Um, but we'll see how that one goes. And I think, I think those types of tests are what Derek Brown wants. Absolutely. Yeah. Having that game next Saturday, if they're not ranked before then, if they have a good result, then I'd be shocked if they're not ranked um, after that, just because of putting in performances like that, especially when um, maybe people weren't expecting such big things this year. It looks like they're doing a pretty good job um, of maintaining that program. Like you said, how strong it's been. And last night you got to see River Lakes and Sock Rapids, um, who both lost their, their opening games to see them skate to a two to two tie. Seemed like a pretty evenly matched. Um, I mean, when you end in a tie, it's probably pretty evenly matched, but even with that, it seemed like it was a pretty good battle between those two. Yeah, no, River Lakes kind of took the early charge. Um, Bennett, Bennett Bert, Berkey, um, he got a goal early on, um, made it one nothing, and then Sock Rapids kind of took over in the second period. Um, they were able to kind of, in a sense, I, I would say kind of tire out River Lakes. River Lakes only has a couple lines, so um, they're kind of pushing themselves a lot, and so I think they kind of got a, a good a – good, uh, a good feeling about that. And so then they just kept pushing the pace more and more Sock Rapids was able to get a couple goals. Um, the first one, I'm not entirely sure who scored it to be honest, because, um, the book says, uh, Brandon Bokelman, but, uh, the hub says that it was Caden Christensen. I saw Caden Christensen go first to like cheer and like get fist bumps from the, from the team. Um, but I also, I, I know Brandon was over there. So, one of the two congratulations <laughs> um, and then tim tim krieger um he he had a uh, a really nice reflection or deflection off of uh the goalie and used his stick to knock it back in the back of the goal to get a 2-1 lead um but then river lakes kind of came back robert robert shilber he he had a goal um in the third period to make it 2-2 it went into overtime um wasn't able to score in the 8 minute overtime so it ended up in a tie they don't do penalty penalty shots um, during the regular season. So, um, yeah, definitely a fun game to, to watch. Both of them are starting off the season one, one, and one. Um, so was able to get a couple or river lakes was able to get a win. Sock Rapids was able to get a win against Mora to start off the season. Um, both teams, I think is just trying to figure out their experience. River lakes is a very young team this year after graduating quite a bit of guys. Um, they do have, both teams have, you know, their, their goalies with Drew Tangen and uh, Riley Winhead. Um, but 
I mean, it's just kind of seeing, you know, what the youth can do and can keep progressing throughout this season. Yeah, the beauty of high school scoring and stats and such that it's like, eh, I mean, someone scored. I don't know. <laughs> we'll never know. It's not it's not like you get the play by play like in college giving you every Yeah. Every <laughs> you can leave it up to imagination a little bit more, which is sometimes fun. But and then um other team you got to see last Thursday um, for the first game of the year, that team that's clearly shown um, they can light it up in the scorebook already is St. Cloud, who, you know, 15 goals in two games. Um, you saw them beat Sartell 7-3, to three, and it seemed like August Falloon, um, what, it taken like 10 minutes to get a hat trick in this one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, yeah, he's, he's, he's a pretty good player. Um, <laughs> so, no, it was, it was a lot of fun to watch because he, I mean, he just kept finding different, I mean, they, they went out firing uh, and, and that's just the one way to say it. I mean, they were really excited to get out on the ice, play against an opponent and you could see it. I mean, they were flying down the ice. Um, August Flume, like you said, three goals. I got his hat trick about nine, nine, 10 minutes into the game. Um, along with Andrew Cumming getting a goal, Greg Carlstead, um, Theo Ryland, they all got goals, one goal each, and then um, Vance Beatrum, um, he got a goal as well. So Max Rudd had four assists, but yeah, definitely just I think that team is very, very experienced. They have a lot of a lot of good guys on that team, even though they lost, you know, guys like Blake Keller, like Sean Davidson, um, like Luke Johnson. It, they 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 bring back a handful of very experienced guys, and when you have August Falloon leading the charge. It's, it's a very nice thing to have. Um, and then Sartell, I mean, Sartell's been doing pretty good. Um, obviously not a great matchup when you start the season against St. Cloud um, and that type of team. But um, Sartell was able to get a couple goals on that night with Connor Hacker, Sterling McCabe, and Michael Webster. Um, but they were able to play um, this past weekend. They got a win against Brainerd, 2-1. to one. Um Looks like Sterling McCabe is kind of the guy right now regarding scoring. He scored again that night with an assist as well. Um, and then they lost a really close um, game against Alexandria last night, three to two. So they're one and two to start the season. Um, but St. Cloud, they went out and played St. Uh, Sock Rapids on Saturday night. Not a great game for the storm. Um, just a lot of, a lot of goals from St. Cloud. They won eight to nothing. Um, so like you said, 15, 15 goals in two games, uh, not usually a thing, <laughs> hockey, but, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they start getting talks about being ranked because I mean, they're just looking so good granted, you know, I mean, you aren't playing the teams like Eden Prairie. You're not playing teams like, you know, those types of teams, but they can't, I mean, they're not allowed to because of the scheduling conflicts of COVID and such, but, um, but it's just nice to see. I mean, a bunch of goals from a bunch of different players. I mean, August Floon obviously is leading that charge. He's got five goals in two games. But you have so many different people that are taking charge and, and being able to score. And then you have guys like Max Rudd where he has seven assists now in two games. I mean, that's just unbelievable. And that's his job is he's a defenseman. He's supposed to be able to pass that puck over to someone and have him shoot and score. So, um so it's just, it's, it's, I think, I think Pete is head coach. Pete is just having the time of his life right now because it's basically, let's just keep doing what we're doing and, you know, we'll probably get a few more wins. Yeah. We're used to seeing that kind of scoring output from the other St. Cloud team from cathedral, but um, seeing it from St. Cloud themselves, pretty fun. You know, after they talked about getting that conference title last year, they got that done. I'm sure they have 
big sites for this year and they're definitely starting the season like they have a lot to prove so well great yeah i think that about uh wraps up boys hockey so i think we're going to take a quick break here after we get back we're going to hit girls basketball girls hockey and the rest of the winter sports that are just just starting to start up when things are really going to start getting more intense this week too but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back right after Welcome back to the SC Times Sports Report podcast. As always, if you want to see uh, photos and game coverage and roundups of all the games that we've been talking about um, as we go throughout the week, make sure to visit sctimes.com. Um, especially um, for certain stories, some of the features we'll be doing as the season goes on, those will be for subscriber only. So make sure to subscribe as well to get all of the content that we're going to bring you, especially concerning high school and college sports. And as we continue with high school, um, girls basketball is another sport we got to see for the first time this last week. Um, on Friday night, I got to see Sock Rapids take on Tech um, in both of their opening games. Um, and that was a pretty fun one. Um, you know, Sock Rapids came out on top 68 to 49. I'd say the game was a lot closer than that. Scoreline kind of shows, especially in the first half. Um, Tech really stood with and had a lead for majority of that first half before Sock Rapids came back and made it close at halftime. And um, I'd say for Tech, you know, Emma Indiki and Jaina Benson, um, they both were in double figures. Emma had 17 and Jaina had 13. And Jaina, was, she's a freshman. I think it was her first game on varsity, came off the bench and um, looked like she belonged right away. So Tech, they had a good first half, a lot of free throws, too, way too many fouls, I'll just say. Um, both teams were in double bonus, it felt like, with like six, seven, eight minutes left in the half. I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we go. This is going to be a long one. But um got the game kind of cleaned up as the second half started but uh Sock Rapids they just kind of similar to what the boys team did they kind of just kept their pressure up amped that up um and also started to hit some more shots and um it really should really shone through let them get the win um Addie Froyland she had 16 and Grace Rush had 14 to lead them um and while they had a lot of bench players maybe didn't score a ton um they provided a lot of just depth and defensive uh production that really kind of helped them break out that lead in that second half. So, um, you know, a lot of good things out of both of those teams, um, especially soccer Rapids being able to get that first win um, was good for them. A couple other teams that are undefeated already. Um, it's very early on, but are still undefeated is Ricori's three, and zero, already three wins, um, three games in the first five days of the season. Um, and they've been putting up uh some really big stat lines, especially um, Jada Biersbach. She had 24 points, 10 rebounds, six steals in their first game. And Ashley Libesmeyer also had 16 in that win over um, Dassel Cocado. They came back on Saturday. They narrowly beat St. Francis by three. Jade had 21 and Ashley had 14 in that one. Um, and then just the other night, too, um, on Monday, they won by 25. Jade had 14, Ashley 11, and Avery Berg um, had 17. So, um, they're off to a really good start. They also had a, got off to a good start last year. I think they were, you know, five and two, six and two or so um, before they had some tough stretch in the middle of the year. So I think they're going to try to um, really focus on maintaining that um, and looking for even a better year for a team that had a lot of the seasons of struggle that kind of seems to be um, on the come up now. Um, I know they play Apollo next weekend. I'm hoping to next Tuesday, I think I'm hoping to try to see them, see a couple more of the local teams, but yeah, Ricori off to a good start. Also Albany, 2-0, not too much surprise there. Um, Albany ranked number three in Class 2A um, and already getting some 
some wins. They beat Holding Ford by 13 last week. Um, Abby Christian was the leading scorer with 17 and Paige Meyer with 14. Um, they moved to 2-0 last night, beat Foley by 25 with uh, Paige getting 24 points and a lot of other scores right around double figures. So they seem to be taking care of business as well, too, after a couple undefeated seasons in conference. Um, I'd expect probably the same this year, or at least, you know, they might get tested a couple times, but especially with less of those non-conference games against um, some of those ranked opponents they're used to. Um, I would expect them to rack up a lot of wins here to begin the year. Definitely. No, and when you have a, when you have a D1 athlete and Paige Meyer helping you out, I mean, it doesn't hurt. So doesn't hurt. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I guess as for the rest of the teams, um, looks like, you know, just being able to kind of scout it all out. Sartell had a nice win against Apollo, um, to start off the season on Thursday night, um, 69 to 32, um, you know, just some really good stats from them. I know one of the team, one of the members that you were talking about that could be kind of a surprise was Chloe Swanson. Um, just, you know, transferring from Apollo to Sartell, um, obviously did her part in, in the fall season to help soccer, the girls soccer team get that section title. Um, but she was able to score 12 points along with Courtney Snowberger, um, getting 14 points and then Ella Gaines fourth, um, got 17 points. So, um, some good, some good stat lines there for them. Um, they were able to, or they, they got a loss against Fergus falls on Tuesday night, uh, 61 to 48 while, um, I know uh, Albany or uh, Apollo, I think that's their only game so far has been the Sartell game on Thursday night. So, um, be interested to see how they play, um, for their next couple of games and see how they keep growing or keep developing. And then I think the last one was Cathedral. Yep, Cathedral, I mean, kind of similar to Sartell. Um, you know, they were able to to get a win early. Um, you know, earlier on, they beat Mora 48 to 38 last Friday. Um, Faith Van Erp had 17 points and Kate Stangler had 12. Um, and then they lost to Sox Center, who's a top 10 ranked team. They lost 51 to 39 after keeping it pretty close for most of the game. Um, similar to Sartell, Fergus Falls is a top 10 ranked team in 2A. Um, and they were able to have a pretty early lead on them before uh, Fergus Fall has hit a lot of threes kind of as the game went on to to get that double-digit win. But both teams, um, you know, winning against teams they're kind of expected to beat and then um, at least hanging pretty tough with some, um, you know, tough competition that is ranked and kind of expected to, to beat them. So um, I'd say pretty good starts from both of those teams as well um, to show that they can hang with those ranked opponents is, is a good start. And, yeah, girls, we haven't got to see as many games like we said, you know, a couple of teams only played one game, two games. Um, but we're hoping to, to see their schedule kind of pick up this next week or two as well and um, see if, you know, some of these teams can stay undefeated, rack up those wins, or uh, a couple get their first wins of the year. should be fun. Yeah, no, I think Ricori and Albany are definitely two names. I think I think for Albany, we were kind of expecting it. Ricori was kind of a little bit more, we weren't sure. Um, but obviously the Spartans are coming out firing um, on all cylinders to start off this to start off this year. So um, definitely be fun to check out what they're able to do here this upcoming week. And as we get into February and, and so forth. Absolutely. And yeah, for girls hockey, there hasn't been a ton of games from the teams we've had, but uh, from what we have gotten to, to see for scores and such, haven't got out to a game yet. It seems like river lakes is um, they're not having trouble just like St. Cloud and finding the back of the net. They, they seem to be ready this year. Yeah, no, definitely. River Lakes started off the season um, on Thursday night against Mamiji, they traveled up to Mamiji, um, one, five to three. 
um, and just goal five goals from five different players. So that just shows you how how much they're able to execute. Um, you know, Brelay Creamers, um, she had one goal. Olivia Haynes, she had a goal. Bree Griffin had a goal. Um, Kiana Roski, she had a goal, and then Jordan Bebus, she had a goal. So um, just a really good overall performance from them. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, two goal, two goalies that are returning that are kind of working with each other to kind of level out the playing field in a sense. Um, always a good thing to see. And then um, Saturday they, they went up against Fergus Falls. They won six to nothing. Um, Brianna Deming, she had one goal. Um, Kiana Roski, she had three goals and an assist. Um, Jordan Bebas, she had a goal. And then Mackenzie Creamer, she had a goal as well. Um, so some really good performances from them. 11 goals in two games, not, not a bad way to start um, for, for the Stars. Um, but that's kind of what the expectation was with all the girls returning. Um, that was something that they were hoping to do. Um, Sartell and Sock Rapids have not played a game yet. Um, their games have either been canceled due to snow um, or just canceled overall. Uh, not sure what the reasoning behind it is, uh, but um, they, I know they had a game last night that was canceled um, as well as another game on Saturday that was canceled, I believe too. So um, be interested to see them come back and be able to play again um, here soon. And then St. Cloud Icebreakers, um, they started off the season with a three to one loss against Brainerd. Tori Anderson had that goal. Um, for the icebreakers on to Thursday night. And then last night they lost six, nothing to um, Wilmer, a very good Wilmer team that uh, won the section title last year. Um, so um, yeah, starting off the season, zero and two, but I know talking to Hon- or head coach, Tony Hol- Holcomb, um, he's excited to see what the, these girls are able to do. And um, Brainerd and Wilmer are not easy tests to start off the season as two top teams in the area. Um, so it'll be interesting to see once they are able to play some other teams, um, you know, what, what they're capable of doing and such. So, yeah, definitely a, definitely a good start. But like you said, not a whole lot of games, so it's hard to go cover them. And um, I know for us, I think now that I've covered all the boys hockey teams, yeah. now it's kind of trying to figure out all the girls hockey teams. And so I think um, looking forward to, I know River Lakes and um, Sock Rapid or Sock Rapid Sartell is going to be, um, facing off, I think either next week or the week after. Um, so that would be a fun one to go to. Um, obviously if it stays on and such, so. Definitely. And the other sports, um, that you got to see in person this first week on Friday night was dance. We had, uh, four of our, four of the six teams were competing at the same time, which once again, that always works out nice, especially in a year like this, where, you know, that you only have maybe two, three teams competing at some meets. Um, it's kind of hard to see a lot of them at the same time, but you got lucky that a lot were competing in different time slots at Monticello on Friday night. Um, Sartell, unsurprisingly, first in both categories, high kick and jazz. Um, but Cathedral and Ricori were right behind them in second and third, and it seems like Cathedral able to, to jump Ricori from last year, at least to begin the year. Kind of what did you see um, from those local teams, Albany also um, competing that night? Yeah, no, I, it, it's, it, it's, it, that was actually a lot of fun, just how they – how they did it because it was a three part night. So basically you're only allowed to have three teams per event. So they had one at like four 30, one at six, and then one at seven 30. Um, and so you were able to have all three teams compete and then they left and then they'd have the other three teams come. And honestly, it kind of was a lot smoother than what usual dance competitions are like, because it's usually like nine, 10 teams all together competing with all of their fans. And it's like, Oh my 
goodness, this is a lot of stuff going on throughout, uh, you know, five hour period. Um, but yeah, definitely, a definitely a fun one to watch. Sartell so dominant. <laughs> it's insane how good they are. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, they, they're just, they looked so good just even after like, this was their first performance of the season. Um, they looked super good. Um, they all looked pretty much in sync and for only being able to practice for two weeks, um, there was a lot of questions of whether teams would be completely ready to go um, as the, as the season starts up. Um, obviously they're just going to keep getting better. They're going to be looking at their score sheets and figuring out what they need to work on. Um, Cathedral was another good team to watch. Um, they both had, they had some really good um, high kick and jazz routines. Um, really good, like upbeat. I just like the mixes to be honest. Um, those are super fun for me. Cause I'm like, how do you get all of those songs together to match up? And <laughs> so, um, and then Ricori coming back with a young squad, not entirely sure what to expect um, because they lost eight seniors that were huge to their program. Um, they looked really good. They looked really solid um, for their first um, competition of the season. They finished third and then Albany, um, they finished fifth in high kick and sixth in jazz. Um, those, they, they looked good. It's just, when you're competing against teams like Cathedral and Sartell, it's tough. It's really tough um, just because Sartell is just at a whole nother level and they have been for quite a while. Um, so, but other than that, um, I know Cathedral and Albany faced off against each other on Thursday night. Um, Cathedral got the win on both of those. It was just kind of more of a, let's see what we're able to do and be able to go on to an actual stage again and, and a gym floor. Um, and then Sock Rapids, um, they Sock Rapids and Ricori competed on Saturday. Sock Rapids got um, placed second in high kick while Ricori got third in high kick. And then um, uh, in jazz, Ricori got second and Sock Rapids got third. And then Monday um, we were able to, or I, I didn't go to it, but um, this was the first time that St. Cloud Apollo and tech um, they co-opt, they were able to compete and they were up, they were with Sock Rapids when they went to Anoka Um on Monday and Sock Rapids finished third in high kick St. Cloud finished seventh. Um, and then jazz sixth was St. Cloud and seventh was Sock Rapids. So, so the tech Apollo moved up to AAA because of their co-op. So um, they are going to be competing with like Sock Rapids and such for the future or for this upcoming season and such. So um, be interesting to see how they adapt to that level um, as well. So. Definitely. And then, uh, you know, wrestling also started up. Um, there's been a couple of our local teams competing a few times already. Um, last Thursday, none were able to get a win. Little Falls narrowly getting Sartell 37 to 36 um, and recording Albany also losing um, some lopsided matches. Uh, Friday was a little closer for Sock Rapids. Um, they lost 36 to 33 to Brainerd. And then the Tech Apollo Cathedral Co-op, they were able to beat Sock Rapids a close matchup. Um, 37 to 30 on Friday. Um, so Tech was able to get their first win of the year. And then um, Tech, they just narrowly lost to Alexandria 34 to 33 last night. And Sartell was able to top um, Alexandria 42 to 37. But then Tech beat Sartell 44 to 30, which you would have thought it'd be the other um, way around after Sartell was able to beat Alexandria and Tech didn't. Um, just shows that sometimes beating one opponent doesn't necessarily mean you're going to beat the other that way. But um, so kind of what all that kind of shows me is that, you know, those of those big schools of tech, um, 
Sock Rapids and Sartell, it just shows they're all really evenly matched early on in the season, wouldn't you say, Brian? Yeah, no, I think so. I, I mean, with that, with the new head coach Travis Holt on at, at Tech, um, I know he wanted to. His goal was to get points on the board. He wanted to run up the score a little bit. He wanted to have some fun and have a different style of wrestling. And it's fun to see them being able to get these wins early on. You know, that win against Sock Rapids was big. The win against Sartell was big. Um, a close match against Alexandria. They're they're two and one. I mean, it's it's a good start for for that for that type of team and and for him as a head coach. Um, and then Sartell, like you said, I mean, being able to lo- they they lose, but when they lose, they lose very closely. It's not a it's not a very you know it's not like a sixty point difference. Um, so um, I think it'll be very interesting to see how things go. Um, I think I know for them, they're trying to figure out their lineup a little bit and just being able to figure out who's going to take over what spots and such. Um, and they also have some new guys too, along with some veterans. So yeah, definitely, definitely fun to see. Um, Albany has been having a little bit of a struggle, but they're also facing again against some really good teams. I mean, big Lake is not an easy team. Princeton, Royalton, Hutchinson. Those are teams that when you think of that type of school, first thing that pops into your head is either football or wrestling. And the problem is, is that football, football players go to wrestling. <laughs> so, uh, so especially when it comes to those smaller schools. So um, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I wouldn't be too concerned about that, about the um, slow start for Albany. It's just, they're competing against some really tough teams to start off the season. Absolutely. And then last year, boys swimming sock rapids, the only team that we've seen, well, we haven't seen, we've just seen be able to see scores from because a lot got canceled um, last Thursday. Um, and Sauk Rapids been able to win both their meets, 104 to 78 over Bemidji, and 98 to 61 over Fergus Falls. So a good start to the year for the Storm. Um, a couple more teams are going to be competing this week, and I believe Sartell is going to be at Apollo on Thursday. So we'll get a little um, local matchup there that um, will be fun to see kind of how those teams stack up to start the year. Um, yeah. So beyond that, Brian, is there anything else um, high school scene we didn't touch on or just wanted to add about finally, you know, being back out at games yeah no I mean it's it's been a lot of fun to get out there and I mean granted yes the masks is not a huge is is you know I mean it's not ideal but you have to wear them because you got to be safe um and um I think all the people are adjusting well with wearing masks whether it's basketball games hockey games dance um dance was having to wear them too and so it's just I mean it's the world we're living in right now. And uh, you kind of have to, you have to face, you have to face that and, and be able to adjust. And I think these kids are adjusting really well to all the different rules. Um, but honestly, it's just, it's nice to be out there. Um, it was nice to just sit out there and be able to take the camera, take some pictures, kind of feel like a sports reporter again, which is kind of fun. Um, and so I think it's, it's been a lot of fun to get out there. And I know this week um, I'm off on, Friday and Saturday. So I will not be over at high school games this upcoming weekend, but Thursday, I know I'm going out to Sartell Apollo for the, the boys swimming meet um, with Dave as well. So that'll be fun to get out there and be able to just take some shots and be able to see some boys swimming action, especially since most of them got um, canceled last week on Thursday. So um, that'll be a lot of fun to do. And yeah, I think, yeah, it's just nice to nice to kind of get back into a normal routine. You know, working Thursday, Friday, or Thursday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Fridays at night, and then Saturdays during the day. It's nice to just get back into a normal routine. Looking forward to getting some feature stories starting to write out. Um, the first week is just hard for me because it's like you got to kind of get used to the flow again. Um, but 
I'm looking forward to, I got a few ideas for different feature stories and such that we can do. So um, don't be, or make sure to be, keep looking at uh, the St. Cloud Times website for all these different stuff. Cause we keep trying to put out as many stories as we can every day. So um, as much as possible. And, and I know for you, you're getting college stuff going for the weekend as well for previews. Um, so lots of stuff coming, coming your way over the next few days. So make sure to stay tuned. Yeah, definitely. I'll be at hockey this weekend. Um, St. Cloud State, they dropped two this last weekend, still ranked number six in the country. They'll be hosting Miami Friday and Saturday. So I'll be there hoping to also see some SCSU men's basketball for the first time when uh, they're at home this weekend. And then next week, um, I know Tuesday, I think at least I'm hoping to see Recorio Apollo girls basketball. And um, from there, it seems silly, especially now to even try to plan out any farther than that. More than a week at <laughs> a time is what I figured out. But um, I'm sure we're going to even start hitting a lot more of the other sports doing, like you said, getting to see swimming, hopefully getting to see um, a couple others we haven't got to yet. Um, Cause we, it, you know, there's a lot of games still, but the winter, as you already find out, it goes really fast, especially this year, it's going to go even faster. So um, hoping to see every team at least once as I know our goal, um, hopefully a couple of times for, for some of the ones competing for a conference and section titles. So yeah, I think for that week, this about wraps it up. So once again, thanks for listening um to the podcast again we're going to try to keep doing this every wednesday it's a little easier now that our schedules kind of seem to be pretty locked in we don't really have much pto coming up or vacations we're in the middle of the winter there's nowhere to go Uh, (laughs) we'll either be gyms rinks um or here is what it seems like so tuning in every single week Uh, we appreciate everyone that's listened and supported it so far so once again thanks for listening again this week and we'll see you again next time